Well, you can talk about film. Gotta be quicker than this. You can talk about film with a philosopher's zeal or measure them all by box office appeal, but for once in your life... Be real! Hello and welcome, everyone, to Be Real Guys, a, a reeled-in version, our first mini-episode. I am Chance Solon Pfeiffer. And I'm Noah Ballard. And we're here today to talk about Beasts of No Nation. Absolutely. Chance, how have you been? No time for small talk. Let's get right into it. <laughs> well put. Uh, Beasts of No Nation has been seen by more than 3 million people since it's... Or so uh, Netflix would have you believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, since it was released on Netflix, but it also is in some theaters to stay eligible for awards considerations. It uh, was The script was written and it's directed by Kerry Fukunaga, who uh, you, pe- most people know um, as the visual artist bes- behind season one of True Detective. Do you want to take a crack at synopsizing Beast Indonation really quick? Sure. So we're placed in a uh, sort of war-torn African nation of no specific uh, place or time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we follow this young boy, Agu, who after losing his parents and siblings, um, desire is basically forced into joining the rebel army under the leadership of, um, a character only known as the commandant, mm-hmm. uh, played by, uh, chance's favorite Idris Elba. I do like Idris Elba. I saved your life. I saved your life. I saved your life. Go. All of you that have seen your family killed, you now have something that stands for you. Kerry Fukunaga, as you might expect, has made uh, a visually quite good movie here. It's even adventurous at times, I would say, with some of the the color palettes and the angles and the visual juxtapositions of of children playing with something horrible happening in the same um, really specific visual context um that might be the strongest element here um the performances are also pretty good i would say um especially the the boy who plays agu abraham atta um i think he's one of the it's probably one of the best performances by a child actor i've seen in a while um and idris alba is certainly scary um but my main problem with this movie is that I don't think, and I know this is kind of what Noah wants to talk about too, um, in some ways. And so I don't think this movie really made it past depiction of a single idea that we've seen depicted a lot. Um, and it kind of spends two and a half hours on a horror with some gravity, but a very obvious horror and not really doing anything new with it. No, do you agree with that? I would agree with that. And I think my big issue with the film, and I agree with you that the performances are incredible and the cinematography is incredible, but I don't really understand why it exists. Mm-hmm. And because, so we don't, this is based on a book of the same title that came out and written by an African. And then you have this sort of like, hip like director with a pretty good pedigree and a pretty good education and sort of like 
pretty good buzz around him. And he sort of takes this sort of vague loss of innocence story, which was a little bit, I would say, more like politically uh, pointed when the book came out in the early aughts. But I feel like this director took what is pretty uh, technically like a pretty safe concept for a movie mm-hmm. because you can't criticize the the concept of it because it, it being like a look at this horrible like, thing of this kid losing his innocent isn't war terrible sort of like premise sure and then he's just like and look at all these neat camera tricks i can do around you know something that is impenetrable critically and so I think what you end up having is like a very safe, if not pretty boring movie. Yes. That there have definitely been more, I don't know, sort of rendered depictions specifically of like actual historical events. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like the worst crime of this movie is that it doesn't actually, I mean, sure, these things are happening, but the fact that like, this guy who has no real sort of horse in the race racially just took this sort of abstract thing about like African war and like kind of like hipsterized the sort of, I don't know the social justice of it. Hmm. That's a little cynical, but I I think I, I know what I, I know what you mean. Um, I, if I could compare it to another couple movies real quick, the thing Go is, like, you know, Blood Diamond, which is a really flawed movie, has right. a montage that's maybe 10, 15 minutes um, of Jimon Hunsu's character's son being trained as a child soldier. No? Am I, am I wrong about this? Yeah, you're right. And I think it goes through a lot of the same things that this movie goes through in terms of political dealings um, and doubts about the political situation. A movie like Hotel Rwanda is, does a f- fine. Um, and a movie like Sin Nombre, uh, Kerry Fukunaga's other one, takes the first, the the just the childhood joy and emotional complexity of the first 15 minutes of this movie, which are really beautiful, even though you're overcome with dread the entire time. And it draws those out into a movie that's just terrifying because you see um, kind of how these teenagers like um, brutally like overtake and deal with each other in this kind of cartel culture. I just think it's such a crime though. And such a sophomoric move not to like explore. I mean, even getting more into, even if it's a fictional country, like getting more into its politics. Like, I mean, that's what they tell you like freshman year and like creative writing. Like don't leave your characters unnamed by like not naming them. You're not going to make them any more relatable. You're actually going to alienate the audience more. And because I had no social context to this movie, he just relies on tropes. It's like, okay, here's the, the scene where the guy takes him under his wing. And like, here's the montage where they like do drugs together and like sort of bond in that, you know, very like heart of darkness um, apocalypse now kind of way. And then like, Oh, here's the scene where you realize, that like this war is just a corporate war man and it does even this like rebel thing doesn't really have the legitimacy that you want it to but without having like a cultural context you don't it just seems kind of fake yeah well leaving it unnamed just leads me to believe that it's going to be like a parable almost right 
Right. Um, but uh, the parabolic elements, like, aren't here. This is still, like, a right. story that I think you're right would do better to be specific. And if you want it to be a movie, like, just about the psychological damage of a child, like, then you need to do more work to actually, like, put me in Agu's frame of mind and, like, talk to people his age and, and have him talk to some other people. Um, right. And, no, this is – it's really – Really, two and a half hours of of events. It becomes pornography at some point, does it not? Th- this particular movie, or yeah, I mean, like no, just like I the violence so. of it, the and, the and like the, just like the aggressive amount of rape and violence and sexual abuse and like children in danger. I mean, it becomes like tragedy porn. I'm gonna have to go hard, bad, bad. I thought you were, and I think I have to go. Um, I think I have to go good, bad. I mean, I, why do you have to go good, bad? Because I, I mean, the performances and the visuals are like, not something that I'm just gonna, like going to kick to the curb in favor of like a theory. Oh, I'm saying it. I mean, it has a great pedigree, but if you like strip that away, just like, what is the point of this movie? Like, I don't think you can tell me that. And I think if you can't tell me like, what I'm supposed to gain as a viewer from this movie. Oh, like, look how pretty you Fukunaga think the, can shoot tragedy. So you think the performances are almost superficial? Well, let me ask you this too. Okay. Why are they, if they're supposedly speaking in their native language or they are at some points and some points not. Yeah. Why create this sort of weird rule to the story where they speak English, yes, but pigeon English. Sure. Like, why do that to, if not to create just sort of this artificial world of, oh, this is what people in the Western world will find entertaining because they'll feel like they're better after having watched this movie because they're more socially conscious or something. Sure. No, I see what you mean. That's a great point. I will always protect you because you are my son. And a son always protects a father. So we're going to keep uh, doing a couple of these mini episodes when the mood strikes and the schedule only permits for them. So we'll be back in yours next week, guys. Noah. Buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, pal. <laughs> <laughs>